Today, I want to talk to you about four ways to try to help you see through a narcissist mask. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day clarity challenge that you can access all of this at Raw Motivations. If you like what you see here, go ahead and subscribe, like, rate, review, anything like that, because I want you to stay up to date on some of the stuff that we put out on a daily basis and also up to date whenever we do lives and whenever we do events so that you can be up to date on what's going on. Okay, so check that out. You can go to rawmotivations.com to get a listing of all the different services and the things that we offer. Okay, well, we know that narcissists have a mask and typically they have a mask to be able to hide behind. Oftentimes to be able to hide their insecurities, hide their different fears, hide the different things that are going on inside. The guilt, the shame that I want to be able to avoid, that I want to be able to get away from. And we talked a little bit earlier today about the aspect of being able to hide those things. And oftentimes the narcissist doing that and confusing you because that mask looks different with the new supply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, today I want to give you an aspect of four ways to help you see through a narcissist mask. Well, first off, what do I mean by mask? Okay, a mask for a narcissist is the idea of creating, establishing, or projecting a false persona to be able to hide the insecurities. You might ask, they don't seem insecure, so like, what are they actually hiding? Well, they're hiding typically guilt and shame. They're hiding the aspect of guilt, I did something bad, and shame, I am bad, to try to make sure that they feel better about themselves. They put out there, hey, I'm a good person. This is the mask that I've created. This is the false persona that says, I'm a good person. When reality, behind there being like, nope, not a good person, but I can't deal with that. I have to deal with this. Okay, that way I don't have to be impacted fully by the guilt and shame. So a narcissist is typically running away. They're running away from accountability. They're running away from responsibility. Big aspect is just shame avoidance. You see that insecurity oftentimes creates the mask. It oftentimes creates this aspect of like, I'm insecure with what I've done, who I am. I haven't had the chance to be able to grow up in a way to learn how to process guilt and shame. And so as a result, we have shame avoidance and we're running away from that accountability. Okay. Hopefully that makes sense. With this comes a lot of compartmentalization. Like this isn't me. That's not what's going on. Let me box up my feelings, put them to the side, box up this situation that I don't want to feel bad about. Let me rationalize what's happening. Let me gaslight myself. Those are all different things to be able to hide the guilt and the shame and typically by putting up a mask. 
Okay, so when we're talking about four ways to th see through a narcissist mask, this is not everything out there. These are just a couple tips that I've come up with that I want you to understand and hopefully like see just a little bit of a glimpse of like, hey, if I do this, I might be able to see. Okay, that's not saying like, hey, you're gonna know for sure. It's just, hey, this is ways that have worked for some people and I wanna share them with you guys today, okay? The first one is being able to ask this question and this statement to the narcissist in your life, okay? Very simple, make sure you go into the clear head, okay? To what level do you identify with this statement, I am a narcissist? Okay, when we're talking about this, we're saying like, hey, this is really straightforward. This is very much like, hey, like you're not calling them a narcissist, but you're putting that term out there. You have to be really careful with this because there's a lot of stuff that's happening with narcissists that once they learn about narcissism, once they hear about it, then they start coming back at you. They start telling you like, oh, like I think you're the narcissist. I think you're abusive. So you have to be really careful. When you go in with this question, one, you have to be really careful of sound mind of like, you know who you are and you know the toxicity that they have. So you have to be really careful because you might be getting manipulated from this right after the fact when you put out their narcissist. The other thing is being really careful to establish the question without attacking that they are a narcissist. This is part. This is the part that kind of gets around some of the mask in one sense, because you're not saying, hey, I think you're a narcissist. No, you're saying like, how much do you identify with this? Am I a narcissist? And being able to see like a level of engagement there gives you a little bit of an idea, because when you ask it in that way, is sometimes it can slip around the side of the mask versus coming across like an attack. Oftentimes the attack doesn't really get you anywhere. Well, when we're talking about that question, straightforward, do with the sound mind, careful manipulation. And this is when you walk into the conversation, you already have a hunch or you already know that this person is narcissist or very narcissistic, okay? Because we're not diagnosing here, okay? But you also have to have like that level of awareness of like, like are they going to be aware? Are they gonna have a willingness to identify of what's actually going on? Different things like that, okay? So that's number one. Be careful about that, but just putting it out there. Number two, what is your biggest flaw that you struggle with? Okay, being able to ask. And in this, you're looking for a flaw, a weakness, like something that is like like there that is like, hey, what do you actually struggle with? Like what is something that you wish you could be better at? Or like different things like that. There's different ways to phrase it. Uh, but the way I have it is like, what is your biggest flaw that you struggle with? Okay, trying to put it there. Now with this, what we're looking for is we're looking for the aspect of self-reflection. Oftentimes, narcissists struggle, struggle, like almost impossible, but struggle with self-reflection, being able to look at myself and see what's wrong, being able to look at myself and see that I have a problem. I don't want to admit that I have a problem. I don't want to show people I have a problem. I want to tell people, hey, I'm perfect. I'm great. I'm amazing. I'm a good person. Okay. And oftentimes when this happens, like you're looking for that self-reflection to see, can they actually identify any flaws? Now, what you have to watch out for and beware of is the fake flaws, is the stuff that you're like, wait a second, this really isn't a flaw, but it's something that you're putting out there trying to make me feel or think that it's a flaw when it's not, okay? It's like, you know, like what probably like the biggest flaw I have is I'm just too nice. Like I just, I connect with people. I, I, I'm really like too caring. I'm too helpful. Like there's different things like this. And you're like, wait a second, this isn't actually a flaw. You know, like we're not talking a flaw here. We're talking about something that you're slowly trying to up your ego while saying at the same time, oh yeah, like I struggle with this. Like you'll see that. And, and you kind of have to like sit down and kind of analyze it and think through it because otherwise some of the things they'll put out there seems like, oh yeah, like 
that's something I struggle with too. It might even be a f- reflection. You know, it might even be a, a, a straight up mirror of something you struggle with. And as a result, you bypass the thought process of like, oh yeah, uh, they don't actually struggle with that. I struggle with that. Oh my gosh, like we have so much in common. Like we love each other, like all this kind of stuff. So you have to be really, really careful. Oftentimes they're not gonna identify real flaws. Not especially the ones you see, not especially the ones you deal with. A lot of times they're not gonna identify real flaws. Okay, so what is your biggest flaw that you struggle with? That's that's the second one, okay? Number three, establish a boundary and watch for a reaction. Now, when we talk about boundaries, a lot of times people are like, well, I I don't wanna control them. I don't wanna like put stuff on them or they say it's controlling when I have a boundary, okay? Well, you have to understand boundaries are for you, like you who's watching the video right now. Boundaries are for you, not for the other person. Okay, a boundary is for you to say, this is the level of shit that I'm gonna deal with and I'm not gonna let you go past that. Okay, boundaries can be reactionary of like, I don't wanna have this in my life because of X, Y, and Z, or they can be actionary. I wanna have this in my life because I am living this way. I'm going this direction. So many people get those confused and so many people struggle with boundaries because they don't know who they are and they don't know the direction that they're actually going. Well, with a boundary, it can be as simple as saying, no. It could be as simple as saying like, hey, I'm not comfortable with that. And what you're looking for is the reaction, the response there that's showing entitlement, that's showing the selfishness attitude. And you're like, wait a second, like if you actually cared about me, like this would be something you would respect. This would be something that you'd be like, hey, I totally get it. Like, I'm sorry I pushed that. I'm sorry that I said that. I'm sorry, whatever. You know, looking for an apology, like things like that. Like you'd see different aspects. And so oftentimes it'll bring up entitlement. It'll bring up the selfishness aspect. You want to watch out for the aspect of like the guilt tripping. When you set that boundary, you're just being abusive. You're controlling me. I thought if you really loved me that we could do this, you know, all these different things. You're going to see guilt tripping to get past your boundary. So make sure you know your boundary and your boundaries stay firm. Guilt tripping and also the aspect of the slow erosion. Like I realize that you have a boundary there and I'm not gonna break it, but I'm gonna slowly erode everything that's underneath it so that boundary no longer has anything to stand on. And as a result, either I break your boundary or you break your own boundary and I've still won over you. So you have to understand there's like a difference there. Sometimes they'll just break it. Sometimes they'll guilt trip you. Sometimes they'll have slow erosion, getting to the place where your boundary no longer exists. So you're looking for changes in patterns. You're looking for different things going on. You're looking for an aspect of like silent treatment of like energy shift. A lot of it is like you're looking to see what's happening when you establish a boundary, what's actually changing. Okay. All right. Number four, the last one here is the avoidance of deep, hard conversations. Now, oftentimes when we talk about narcissists, they don't really have deep conversations. It's very surface level. That's because the mask, you know, you're not really getting past the mask. You're not seeing me behind like my insecurities, like those kind of things. That's the aspect of a lot of narcissism. Well, when we're talking about that and where we're trying to hide a lot of that, it's there to be able to hide those insecurities. So a lot of times a narcissist is not going to have these deep, these vulnerable, these intense conversations because they're unwilling to actually engage with that. However, you have to be very careful of false vulnerability. A lot of times a narcissist will have this aspect of false vulnerability that will give you the impression and the idea that they're actually vulnerable. Typically, this is bringing up a past event of how a previous ex abused them, of how they were abused as a child, of how they were distraught because of this, of how they struggled with X, Y, and Z in the past, not in the present. That's like the Biggest thing you need to take from this aspect with the avoidance of the deep heart conversations, okay? They're great at 
false vulnerability, like the past stuff, okay? But the present is super hard because what you're doing at this point is like having these deep conversations is you're pulling at those insecurities. You're pulling at the weaknesses. You're pulling at the aspects of the mask and you're waiting to see, is it actually gonna slip? Is it actually going to change? Because what I'm asking you to bring to the table is the stuff that's underneath the mask, is the vulnerabilities that's actually underneath there. But a lot of times narcissists will avoid those deep, hard conversations. So check those out. Okay, last but not least, if you're at a place where you're like, I don't know if what I'm seeing is the mask, is the real person, I'm not actually sure, or you're looking for closure of like, I don't know what was real, the mask or him or, or anything like that. Okay, I want you to reach out for help. I would love to be able to talk with you, love to be able to work with you to try to help you understand the aspect of like, you know, hey, was that person narcissistic? Was this the mask? What what do I actually believe? What was demonstrated? Am I the toxic person? Am I the narcissist? All these different questions you have. We'd love to be able to work with you. We'd love to be able to help you on that healing journey. You can go to rawmotivations.com. You can click one-on-ones to be able to see more information, hear from a couple different people, read through a couple different things to understand what I try to do and how I try to help people on a day-to-day basis to find healing, to find growth, to find change, to develop clarity in their lives for a purpose, for a vision of a happy and a healthy future.